G'day there, welcome back to Storytelling Secrets. My name is Jules Dan and this is the podcast where I help personal brand entrepreneurs who struggle to entertain, inspire and capture their audience's attention by helping you craft strategic stories that ultimately sell. And today, I want to take you through a live excerpt through my Facebook group. Now, what I'm actually talking about on the show today is, it may seem boring on the upfront, but actually, it's it's a real goodie because copywriting if you haven't really if you haven't really know copywriters are masters at storytelling and especially the old school copywriters people like Joe Sugarman who have taught people who have sold millions of products they know how to craft a story really well and today's uh, today's podcast is going to be a very quirky one uh, how a sales letter sold thousands of grapefruit memberships yeah you heard that right grapefruit memberships and it's all through the power of story inside of a sales letter i hope you really enjoy it through the recording of my facebook group enjoy jules dan here so excited to be here with you and uh today's gonna be a bit of a really cool episode and um it's actually going to be a Facebook Live. It's actually going to be a podcast. It's going to be a Sunday night for you guys all the way across in the States. So I uh, hope you can join me here right now. Otherwise, that's all right. And uh, before I get into today's, if you've jumped in the chat, give me a hashtag uh, live and uh, say good day inside of the comments. But otherwise, yeah, I hope you're really enjoying it. And today we are going to be talking about Oh, I hope you can read that. Copywriting inside of storytelling. But before we get to copywriting inside of storytelling, I want to tell you a little bit story about me because part of storytelling secrets is uh, telling stories. And I think that it's really important to tell you a little bit about uh, my life and how I sort of like stumbled across books and why they're so important to me. Because in actual fact, I was 22. I was not reading a single thing. And the real thing that sparked, hello, Korean, how's it going? The real thing that sparked uh, this thirst for knowledge for me was I actually had no interest in reading books. And it wasn't until I was, I had this friend at the gym, his name was Prav, and he made a crap ton of money of buying uh, stocks for Google and all these other things after Brexit. And then he, he cashed in. I was so interested in how he did it. And then he's like, dude, if you want to just learn, just read a book. And then I was like, oh, okay. And then that's when it hit me. Reading books, I started reading one, the next one, the next one. That soon figured out they're extremely helpful. And it wasn't really until uh, first my online journey that I started reading. So I got sound still. I still got sound. I started reading... Um, uh, books about writing and blogging because I really wanted to do it when I was doing my Steamit cryptocurrency blogging. If you haven't checked out my my journey, but that's how I first made my dollar online, which is blogging on cryptocurrency. And I'd read books on how to improve your writing and be more conversational and apply it, get results or not get results, get paid or not get paid. And that was a really interesting way of learning, not going through the school system, being told what you need to learn, um, just learning for yourself and then trying stuff out. That and then that's been going on for the last two years. I inhale books. You can ask my my girlfriend, my family. It's not one to brag, virtue signaling or anything like that. It's just something I really enjoy doing. And the other day, so I'm reading this book, something I'm trying to improve upon. 
It's called the Adweek Copywriting Handbook by Joe Sugarman. And this book is awesome. Even if you're just interested in storytelling um, and you're not really interested in ad writing, um, it's not about the ad writing for me. It's definitely about the storytelling. And there is one ad in particular that I cannot wait to sort of dissect with you because it's ingenious. It's from the 1970s and it's about a farmer who was selling a subscription plan for selling a grapefruit. And he's been doing the ad. He'd been doing the ad for over ten years, and I want to go over it for you today in the podcast. How this guy was able to sell grapefruit as a subscription is crazy, and it all comes down to story. That is how the sick how he did it. And the man behind the book, Joseph Sugarman, explains that we're not actually selling products; we're actually selling concepts. So. If you can learn how to sell a concept rather than a product, then you're going to win. Now, what does that actually mean? So selling a concept is understanding the inherent nature as to why somebody buys something that is usually either love or status. I believe there's one more, but those are the two main ones, love or status. And I'm going to get explained to you why this guy was selling status of his very rare grapefruit. Okay. Give me a uh, hashtag if you've uh, dabbled in copywriting at all, but otherwise we're going to get straight into it. Now, The uh, it goes over a, uh, a sales letter. I'm not sure you can say, see here. It goes over a sales letter. I'm going to read out for you some of what the sales letter included and um, give a bit of a commentary on why it was really, really uh, brilliant in a sense. All right, so to start off with, this guy is selling, like I said, grapefruit, but not just any old grapefruit. He is selling a super rare grapefruit, and he starts off the story about how he met, how he found out, how he found this really rare grapefruit. So I'm going to read it out for you. It all started in a grove owned by Dr. Webb, our family doctor. One of the men who was picking fruit in the doctor's orchard came up to Webb's house holding six of the strangest grapefruit anyone had ever seen. A single branch of an ordinary grapefruit had produced these six unusual fruit. These were big grapefruit, unusually big, and they had a faint red blush on their skin. And I'll just skip over across. For some reason, we'll never know. Nature had chosen to produce an entirely new kind of grapefruit here in our magic Rio Grande Valley. It was incredible. Men had labored for years to produce the ideal grapefruit and failed. But suddenly on a single branch of one tree in one grove, Mother Nature had done it all by herself. Okay. This is what's called an intriguing story at the start of the sales letter. Okay. They are not jumping into how selling you grapefruit. And what he's doing is planting seeds of curiosity. What are these grapefruits? They fell down from a tree. It's more personalized in getting the person involved that it's like a family business as well. And it goes on to really uh, describe about the rarity in the story as well, which I love. When I say not one man in a thousand has ever tasted this grapefruit, you can easily understand why. To begin with, ruby reds are rare. You You can look for them in stores, but I doubt you'll find one. You may find pink grapefruit, but seldom if you ever do see German ruby reds. To start with the rarity of ruby reds and get to get royal, royal ruby reds, 
you have to get rarer yet. Only four to 5% of the entire crop will qualify as a ruby red. All right, what is going on here? So this is his concept of status, all right? And he's selling a very simple product, but he's making it more complex with the story. Okay, he found this fruit. The contrast between a regular grapefruit and what it takes to find a ruby red grapefruit. Not just that, a royal ruby red grapefruit. And he bets that not in, you can't find this supermarket. One in a thousand people haven't tried this. What is he doing? He's selling status inside of his stories. Yeah, selling status inside of his stories, selling grapefruit. Hope you're catching along here with me. All right, what else we got here? Then he also goes on to describing, getting more senses involved with the story, involved with owning this product, this is what you're going to experience. Each royal red ruby weighs a pound or more. Each has a rich red flavor, flowing juices, luscious, naturally sweet flavor, and the ability to stay this way for many weeks. And then when we pick, okay, so he's getting other senses involved when you bite into it, this is what it's going to be like. Compared to, say, like a conventional grapefruit where it looks like you just sucked on a lemon. (laughs) And then he also goes on to painting the picture of how he does this, okay? How he goes into the fields, you're creating this visual imagery that really takes you to like a transportation of the narrative to where it is so you can build more trust that this guy has gone out, picked the fruit for you. And when we pick the fruit, we're... We're just as fussy. Every one of us takes a picking ring when we harvest. If the fruit is small enough to pass through this ring, we don't pick it. It simply isn't big enough to qualify as a royal red ruby. Even after picking, there are other careful inspections each fruit must pass before I accept it. I size the fruit and I grade it for beauty. Sometimes the fruit will be wind-scarred. I won't accept it. Or sometimes it will have a bulge on the stem that we call sheep's nose. I won't accept it. And you can see I really mean it when I say I accept only perfect royal red rubies. (laughs) Royal ruby reds. Um, I'm now craving a grapefruit, right? Thank you, Corinne. It's, It's a great story behind it. And he gets you reading the whole way through the sales letter with this story. It's like, I got to know more. I got to have this. There's not enough Ruby reds going around. I've never heard of this concept. I have to try one getting all the way to the bottom. Okay. How do I actually get one of these Royal Ruby reds? And you know, this is where he sort of like closes off with some more technical parts of like what a sales letter is all about. I'm still a student of this. I'm not a copywriting expert or anything, but it makes a lot of sense how he goes to um, give the person a really good guarantee. So instead of just selling the product, I'll give you a sample of a whole case for a really small amount. You can keep it if you want to. And if you want to subscribe to the grapefruit subscription plan, send in this amount of dollars and he's got this guarantee. It's brilliant. The whole thing is really, really smart. So my question to you is how would you use storytelling inside of what you're selling? If it's a sales letter and how you make it so intriguing and you take people there with you. So Figuring out that concept, what are you selling? 
Are you selling status? Are you selling love? Which are that? And then how do you make that so intriguing that if someone reads your sales letter at the start, they want to keep reading, they want to keep reading to figure out what is the payoff? How do they get this? And that's basically it. Hope you can enjoy this little mini episode today with uh, storytelling secrets all about using an intriguing story inside of your sales letter. I'm going to continue doing this. Uh, for myself and um, yeah if you've got any other questions and you're listening to the podcast come join the Facebook group because this is where I'm doing this sort of stuff and helping you guys out otherwise thank you so much for listening in whether you're in the Facebook group or you're in the podcast super pumped that you're here with me and just again if you're wondering what the book is called it is called the and week copywriting handbook, Joe Sugarman. Uh, I would just get it just to, he has like 10 different sales letters at the end and he talks and narrates about it. I would just go ahead and just buy it just to see and read his commentary because it's old school copyright, old school copywriting, old school storytelling that I believe is just sort of like slowly and slowly diminishing um, from a lot of bro marketers teaching other people how to write uh copy or whatnot that's just an opinion that's obviously a generalization but otherwise thank you so much for joining me on storytelling secrets i will see you on thursday for our uh, guest guest podcast can't wait for that i can't wait for it either jules really really can't <laughs> anyway um i realize i make a whole bunch of commotion about my facebook group and some of you don't even want to be on facebook or you just don't want to engage in a Facebook group and because you're in so many other groups. I completely understand. But if you want to follow Jules, then the perfect place to do that is to go to LinkedIn. LinkedIn is where I post a lot of content, uh, probably almost every single day. And uh, I write about stories about my life. Uh, if you don't want to be on my email list, but you want to hear a bit more about Jules, more than twice a week, I encourage you to go check out my LinkedIn. It's uh, Julian Danielak. And uh, yeah, hit me up. Really want to expand my network, um, see what everyone else is doing out there. Yeah, so send me a connection request. Would love to have you as one of my friends there. And yep, I'm going to see you Thursday for the podcast. See you then.